way over the top or did it like relate somewhere in between uh, for um, your experience or those you heard of? I hope it's exaggerated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think like everyone's just like going around spiking LSD no. into the punch. Hey you, over there. Yeah? Guess what? What? You wanna talk spooky stuff. Okay. Hi, I'm Kay. And I'm Gabe. You're a ghoul. Sure am. Wow, same. What brings you here next to me? I'm kinda over humanity. Yeah, people are trash. Just like a body. You know there's a lot to say About how medium is me Like there's a more to every story Exactly! It's fascinating! We could make a show A show? And we'll let everybody know Use our brains Brains? No, not to eat, to educate Oh, okay Yeah, I guess you could say we're, We're the, the ghouls next door. Oh, that's not going to get old till it gets old. Hi, I'm Gabe. And I'm Kat. And we're the, the ghouls next, next door. door. Yeah. Talking about spooky stuff. As we do. Yes, we are the media analysis show from a horror lens where we explore the real life and cinema, uh, real life influences behind our cinematic fears. <laughs> That is the tagline we worked on. You did it. Uh, And we are in the midst of our horror movie musicals series, which has been so fun because, let me tell you, there are loose, like, rules (laughs) for what musicals are and what they should be and how they should operate and who should make them. (laughs) All of those things. Ultimately, there are no rules. Like, you, you would assume there'd be rules, but there's not. And it's not uh, like a negative. It's not like a jab. It's just like, what a trip this has been. What a, <laughs> yeah, what so a journey. Far. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like our third one. So this is our third one. Yeah. Uh, you probably just watched our repo, the genetic opera, which was a fun time. Uh, and we're getting really weird. We're going to get very weird with this series because musicals are just inherently weird. <laughs> you're singing your emotions and you just tell them flat out it's like my favorite parts of shakespeare plays when like a character comes out and they're like i'm gonna sabotage the hero and i'm gonna do this awful thing everyone sit back and watch and then they like go off stage and then they do it and you're like well you did say it's like almost like listen to what people say when they say it (laughs) yes listen to what people say um we are going to be talking about a really wild musical um when I Googled horror musicals, this came up, which is strange because it's not really a musical in a traditional sense. There's dancing and there's yeah. dance numbers. And so there's music and music is also plays a lot of <laughs> a point in making you feel really anxious and unsettled uh, and stressed <laughs> the whole time. Uh, so we'll be talking about climax, uh, but it is focused on dancing uh, and dance culture, the dance communities, some of the toxic parts of that. Uh, it's also loosely based off of a real life thing that happens <laughs> that we can talk about too. Uh, and just... It, uh, all kinds of stuff that'll be really upsetting. But Kat and I aren't dancers. Yeah, I I don't know. I 
I argue <laughs> I am not a good dancer. I would say it goes as a, an extra step in the opposite direction of uh, expertise in that <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at it, I think. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you dislocate your limbs just yeah. by walking. Yeah. <laughs> just by doing regular stuff, like and walking asthma. downstairs. So. And asthma. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, I used to want to be a ballerina for like a minute. And my mom quickly and family were like, no, 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 <laughs> you can't even walk. Like you just trip over air and nothing is there. Uh, <laughs> I had the opposite problem, which is very funny because my mom wanted me. I, I took ballet um, oh. and I was going through a weird like needy phase um, and my mom couldn't come in the room with me. So I threw like a whole fit. I was like, I don't want to dance. Yeah, and my mom can't be here to dance too. So I don't <laughs> want to do it. And then she just was like, all right, I guess we're not, we're, <laughs> we're not doing it then. All right. Yeah. Cause they money, wouldn't take you know, me to dance. It's like, why They money? tried karate once, but they never brought me to dance. I used to like try to do little twirls and then I would like lose my balance and like hit a wall and I'd fall on the ground and I'd be like, ta-da. <laughs> family's like, good job. That was great. That's yeah. all you could do right in here in the safety of this living room. <laughs> Not no on a stage in front of this. others. Uh, yeah, no one else can see you do it. Real um, good. Oh, it's not so, fake not dancers so yeah. it was completely new this whole film so we thought we would br bring on a very special guest who i never would have imagined would be on the show because she's very adamantly against horror <laughs> and oftentimes uh i am the one who's watching horror with her husband because she doesn't want to watch it <laughs> or she gets dragged to horror things with us uh <laughs> She doesn't want to, but we do it anyway. Um, but we really wanted to get uh, some expertise into the horror, uh, to the horror, to the dancing community. Uh, and so we are going to bring on Allie G. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to our show. Thanks. Uh, could you tell our guests a little bit about uh, yourself and what you do so that they understand why we brought you here? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so I've been dancing practically my whole life, you know, since I was three, my parents put me into dance and, um, I started doing competitions. I did them when I was like seven, all the way through high school, um, gained a lot of titles through that, um, got a scholarship to the Boston Conservatory and went for dance studies. I got my, um, BFA at BOCO and then I went to New York. I lived there for three years freelancing and, and dancing in a whole bunch of different companies. Uh, then I went to Mexico City and I danced with a company there for about a year. And then I moved back to Philly and here I am dancing here and teaching dance. That's um, a lot of what I do now. Um, but yeah, dance has been a primary part of pretty much my entire life. So... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You know what you're talking about, uh, uh, ultimately. <laughs> yeah, trust you. Yeah, and I mean, we've seen you perform, Kat and I, uh, and you do amazing work. Like, mm -hmm. it's Thank so you. beautiful. Um, I get excited every time I see your pictures, because you also do oh, modeling. Oh, yeah, yep. I do a lot of <laughs> modeling, and, and specifically dance modeling, I guess. But, yeah, that's... Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yes, talent. yes. Most One of talent. our incredibly talented friends. <laughs> there are a few where we're like, yeah, they're just, you know, on the, they're just, just over there being amazing. <laughs> yeah, we're so we're, that's all to say we're very big fans of what you do and uh, are very happy for you to join us. Um, 
And like I said, you're not a horror fan. So what is it about horror that like gets under your skin? Okay, well, I guess maybe more so gore. Like horror is very broad, I feel like. And mm-hmm. I can I'm starting to accept like the more suspenseful side of things and like the uncomfortable part of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting a little bit better with that. But the, like, straight out, like, violence or gore or something will literally, I have said so many times to Jeff, I just, I feel sick. I feel, I can't do this. I can't watch it. Um, But that being said, he still puts me through it all the time. So, like, my tolerance (laughs) levels is, like, starting to get up there, I feel like. So... Um, Begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm starting to appreciate it more, but it's definitely not my first choice. It just makes me feel so uneasy, and, like, I feel it in my whole body, and then it takes mm-hmm. me a while to, like, get come down from that and, and get rid of the feeling. Not that I need to feel, like, happy and, like, oh, everything worked out great, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, especially excessive violence on screen. Like, even now, I think, like, when I was younger, I could do it. And now there are some times where I'm just watching something and I'm like, why? Uh-uh. <laughs> why? Why am I doing this? Why is this my job? Like, why do I do horror all the time? <laughs> and even this film that we'll talk about, Climax, there, I honestly, like, in the second half of this uh-huh. film, my stomach was in knots, uh-huh. even though it's not uh-huh. gory. Like, there are, it's not, like, over the top. But there's so like I'm just so I was so stressed that the entire time I was like I'm sick like mm-hmm. I feel sick and nothing has happened mm-hmm. <laughs> you exactly know, we're just in a circle and we're getting dizzy and I'm like oh. yeah uh, yeah so I get that and like yeah horror is very uh, expansive like there's so many subgenres and ways uh, to enjoy it that we often say like uh, people who are not horror fans it's just that they haven't found the horror that works for them or yeah. uh, or they didn't think it was horror yeah. <laughs> and we're like actually like Jurassic Park is a horror movie okay. <laughs> or like you know like actually Alien is 100% a horror movie yeah. and he says it's not that's a dinosaur ridiculous. murder or alien murder Gen- anything that has murder associated yeah. I think could be argued in favor of being horror some things that I kind of wanted to pick your brain about to help maybe fully understand and appreciate this film because uh, I uh, there's a lot going on and there's honestly a, a, a beauty to it and like the way that it was approached and mm-hmm. uh, some of the technical aspects that I'll like totally geek out about <laughs> when we get there because yeah. I was like oh that's so great um, but there's this like whole world that like we're not a part of uh so uh, what i wanted to to ask is like what are some of like the dance like what kind of dance do you um feel yourself kind of drawn to and that you enjoy performing the most uh and like what does that look like yeah so um i'd say i've grown to really like uh contemporary and specifically contemporary ballet more specifically contemporary point um but not necessarily like the classical sides of things like classical ballet and also in a sense classical modern um those two I never really felt like I fit into um they were always just very codified and you know so many rules and this that but contemporary is a little bit more open-ended and more space to make it your own um but I throughout this movie I was like oh man I hope I have enough insight because it, it was so much voguing and like kind of you know more more hip-hop more club dance mm-hmm. styles and like 
Um, I feel like I even saw some crumping in there at points, and I was like, go (laughs) off. And, like, I love watching that type of stuff. But I... Can't, I can't, I'm, that's not my style, but I love to watch it, and especially, like, Vogue and, like, the ballroom scene and everything is, um, really magical, I feel like, um, but, yeah, I'm more, more of a contemporary gal. Yeah, yeah, there, I was, like, reading, too, that, uh, you know, that the creator was really drawn to, like, the voguing scene, Mm -hmm. and, and, and specifically mentions crumping, and there are some really uncomfortable just like break dancing oh the like the, body movements yeah the whacking and then the i forget what they oh gosh i forget what it's called but yes i know the arms. yeah when he's with his arms and he was like double jointed uh-huh. so he was like it was like uh-huh. almost like he was an art piece like he was like a geometric uh-huh. shape that was like <laughs> it was like bodies yeah uh yeah. And definitely like i have so much feelings just about like being under the influence and in dancing because they're so <laughs> rough and like fluid with their bodies but at that time when they're just like uninhibited and they're just like moving their bodies I was like careful <laughs> I was like I know your yeah. bodies can do amazing things but I'm like so worried you're gonna break something <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> definitely like around. I mean just in general like alcohol plus dancer equals like crazy ridiculous moves on the dance floor like no matter what the context is like they're going to be ridiculous myself included um <laughs> but sp- like in this movie especially like I feel like towards I mean maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself but towards the end I was like oh I hear the bones cracking and the joints yes. grinding and I was like oh you're gonna feel that in the morning if you're still alive <laughs> yeah, yeah if you've survived this right? actual <laughs> horror horrific movie. experience yeah. <laughs> yes um, and there's also, like, so that was part of the thing I wanted to talk about, too, and then I'll, like, leave it up for Kat to ask a question, too. This always happens when we have a guest. I'm like, me, me, me. <laughs> um, is, in this film, we're really going to dive into uh, drugs yeah. and, like, being uh, under the influence and, like, that kind of cross-section of dance culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of, like, because there's a little bit of... when. There's not a lot of conversations that happen that are <laughs> even intentional because a lot of it is improvised. Yeah. But in the beginning, at the very least, there's very intentional conversations about drug use, mm-hmm. about the different uh, countries and their expectations for dancers, yeah. like America versus France uh, versus Germany. Yeah. Uh, and so I kind of wanted to talk to you about what are what you think are some of like the real-life horrors of just being a dancer in some of the the dance communities in that world um, that you've seen or or know of? Uh, Yeah, so there was something that in the beginning, like interviews that they were doing with the cast, where the one person was like, dance is life, and like without it, I'd kill myself. And, but I I feel like that character really meant it. And I feel like I know people that are similar in the sense that like we've spent our entire life training inside this bubble and the second like it's it's gone from injury or just you know you haven't gotten those jobs that you thought you were going to get and you have to start reevaluating what might happen it gets really depressing really quick and a lot of people you know don't know how to get out of that um and some people don't have to some people you know get to live the dream and be the star and everything. But there's, I feel like there's a lot more 
that have to go through that process of realizing, okay, you've been doing this from, you know, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. your entire life, and now what are you going to do? Because that's, it's not working, you know? At some point, you have to figure out a sustainable way of living, um, and that really resonated with me because I feel like I, I personally even had a moment where it's like, okay, it, and you feel kind of guilty. You're like, oh, I am I allowed to step away from this? Like it becomes almost mm-hmm. like a toxic relationship of like, I love it, but it's hurting me. But I love yeah. it, but there's no jobs. I love, <laughs> but they keep saying no. Oh, uh, what do I do? And it's like a really, uh, you have to really sit down with yourself and and figure out what that's going to look like. And then on the other like aspect of more alcohol and drug abuse and such, um, that can definitely be a slippery slope, especially within the dance community, I'd say. Um, you know, there are talks of like old stories and stuff. I don't know anyone personally that's doing this today, but, you know, dancers that either, you know, needed to take a shot before they went on stage or, you know, had to get that line of coke before they went on and that's how they were such amazing performers and this and that and whatever but could they do that and be that without those drugs it's not very clear sometimes um Mm -hmm. but yeah and and then it's also like the partying aspect as well because something that also made me laugh it's like yeah dancers they dance all day rehearse all day and then what do you do to relax have a party and dance like of course you do (laughs) Um, and I feel like those definitely, you know, can get more experimental on that side. And, and again, like, where does that draw the line and where is that, you know, personal life versus bringing it into the workspace? And I, I've definitely seen some situations where that line gets blurred and then you're putting your coworkers at risk and, Mm -hmm. you know, just trying to find that balance, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That all makes like a lot of sense. And even just thinking of like other like performance or like physically challenging professions, like even just thinking like uh, like professional football or Mm -hmm. wrestling or any of those like wrestling, like that's performance. Right. But there are so many of those who get injured uh, and like that's it. And that was like their whole life working for that. Uh, And it's just one, you know, misstep or Mm -hmm. um, or like if you're the person you're supposed to be relying on has a bad day. <laughs> like, I get that. And then also just, like, the the performance aspect of, like, always needing to be on and yeah. being your best. Um, it makes me think of uh, Judy Garland when she was uh, younger uh-huh. and, like, how they used to have to give her, like, uppers as, like, a child mm-hmm. in order to, for her to stay awake because of the they didn't have the laws in yep. place. And then they would have to, like, give her stuff to go to sleep and then wake her back up and, like... You do that to your body for, your, like, the significant amount of time, it stops being able to just do that naturally, right. um, which is just horrific and scary. Um, and, like, also makes me think of other dance horror films, like Suspiria, which they mention, and there's even, like, a little Suspiria uh, t- VHS tape. I thought and I saw that there. I was like, I really <laughs> want to know each and every one of these. But. Yeah. There's also like Black Swan, right? And it's just like those really were diving into the pressures of yeah. needing to be perfect uh, to reserve your space there. Yeah. Like in, in, like in being important. Because you're um, very yeah. easily replaceable. Like there's always somebody willing to do the job that you can't or won't do. 
Yeah. And someone is like, as you're understudying, <laughs> like someone is literally like assigned to do that if something happens to you. Yep. And I'm sure a little bit of them <laughs> wants you to fail. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they get a chance. Yeah, to they get their chance. To be the star. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kat, what about you? What questions do you have? Yeah, it is really interesting. I think uh, I, when you were describing other things that reminded me of dance, but I was also thinking like the Olympics uh, and how mm-hmm. like the sphere in which the Olympics exists is like you have your whole childhood and early adolescence dedicated to this one thing. So when you were saying, Allie, like about like doing this your whole life and then just being like, all right, well, one day my body is going to just not want to do all the time. You know, that's hard. I barely move now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not here at all. Uh, but like, it, it just seems like it's like very stressful in that regards. And I guess like it was very interesting watching this movie just because there's so much emotion and stress happening. And I guess like I was curious, like just from watching, it was a very stressful movie. Um, but did you feel like this film's representation was like accurate at all? Or did it feel kind of exaggerated or like way over the top? Or did it like relate somewhere in between uh, for um, your experience or those you've heard of? I hope it's exaggerated. Um. <laughs> Well, I don't think, like, everyone's just, like, going around spiking LSD into the punch. Um. No, no. um, Not in that regard. But some some of the, like, mindsets and the just uh, fluid culture and, like, just, Mm -hmm. you know, the the rapport between the the dancers, that felt familiar. Um, But the actual, like, I don't know, in... Like yeah, the drug use and the and the alcohol and that like specific like partying within that I I don't think I've ever experienced that I'm sure that it's there I'm sure it's somewhere but um, you know it was more so always just like let's go out and you do your own thing you know we're there together but it's not spiked punch or whatever you know but <laughs> yeah. um, but the the way that they were talking to each other that definitely felt familiar and. And, you know, how close that they all get. I feel like you Mm -hmm. kind of feel that at the beginning where it's like, okay, you've been in this um, tight-knit group for so long. And um, whether that's like your company, you don't necessarily have to be in this one area. But even just rehearsing day in and day out, you're going to get so close and, you know, just start talking so comfortably, I guess. Like there's definitely things where you're like, are y'all really talking about that right now? But I feel like they probably would. So, um, but I also had moments of thinking like dancers are so extra. Like I am too, but there were moments in the part, like the partying scene. I'm like, okay guys. Like, (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, Cause we're just like, sure. Yeah, this is how it is. Um, Yeah, and I think something that was interesting to me, uh, especially in, like, a lot of the promotion of the materials and then, like, a significant chunk of this film is, like, the over-sexualization of, like, everyone and and just, like, this, like... it, It just makes me think of, like... Being like like the band kids in <laughs> school, like you know, like they were all thirsty. just with each other all the time, and there were no rules. And so I'm just like, is that what it's like? Are like, is there? 
and I mean, like, it's uh, obviously overgeneralizing, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, entire group of professionals. Um, but it just seemed like everyone was kind of like, yeah, this is the way it is. Um, yeah. Um, hmm. How to speak on that? It's definitely like a general, it's definitely a generalization, but at the same time, I feel like dancers are so open with themselves and open with their bodies that that sexualization kind of does naturally happen, whether it's from their end and their movement or it's like from the outside looking in. Um, Dancers are generally you know, like sexualized and whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's also very heavily dependent on the company that you end up with. There are some companies where that is not the culture at all. I don't want people to think that that's like a given thing for every single dance company (laughs) because it's definitely not. But I've 100% heard stories of that is pretty accurate, you know? Like, (laughs) yeah, everyone has slept with everyone and... You know, what you doing tonight? Okay, great. You know, like that. (laughs) Yeah. It happens. But again, it's just completely dependent on the company. And it's it's not a given, but it's definitely out there. Yeah. I definitely think like the the role of drugs plays a big part in that, like in in exacerbating what was already kind of like. Uh, really touchy and uh, close, like that closeness. Yeah. Um, also makes me think of like the Olympics, right? Because they always have those tales of the Olympic Village, <laughs> like just being yeah. full of people who's like, well, we're all hot. Well, I also <laughs> think of the fact that like there are a lot of choreographers that like you know nudity is part of their dance, and so mm-hmm. then you're used to rolling around with this naked body, and so just what's what's one more step it's like you know but (laughs) I think that also lends to the sexualization of dancers because again Mm -hmm. their bodies are just being used and seen and portrayed in various different ways but um Mm -hmm. it's not uncommon to be asked okay you're going to do this you know topless or you're going to be making out or you know just things in that nature Mm -hmm. it's you know once you get to a certain level within your career I don't think it's crazy uncommon to be asked of that of you yeah obviously I think I was okay no I was just gonna say you obviously have a choice I don't want to make it seem like you you don't have a choice but um it it definitely you know it's asked sometimes Mm -hmm. and I think like it was I was kind of thankful that there wasn't this kind of uh hierarchy and, like, that kind of dynamic either. Like, they were all dancers. And, like, even, mm-hmm. like, the one person who was in charge, like, she wasn't doing anything mm-hmm. out of line. Yeah. Uh, and so it was, like, everyone's kind of on equal footing. So no one's, like, holding anyone's career hostage. Like, mm-hmm. no one is, like, it's all, like, real-life stress. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, like, other stressors yeah. instead of, like, you know, do this thing because um, it, it was kind of just, like, I, there was a lot of uncomfortable sexual things. Um but something I did appreciate as it was going was just this like incredible like comfort like comfort with their bodies. Mm. Like everyone was just so like th- everyone just loved each other and loved their bodies and like they all were wearing their own thing. Like no they none of no one looked the same. There yeah. was a variety of bodies and like yeah. shapes and just like mm-hmm. yeah. skin tones and like that was like so awesome. Uh, and everyone was just like confident (laughs) like uncomfortable and I loved it like people just walking around like practically nude and it wasn't like like there was a lot of talk of sex and 
a lot of uncomfortable talks of sex acts uh but there was also just times where people were just like this we're dancing together and that's how it is and it's just because we're comfortable with one another and it ain't even got to be about that yeah (laughs) and I was like that's so nice yeah I agree I really appreciated that aspect as well but I don't think that that uh variety is like genre wide like that's I think that's more specific to you know the styles of dance that they were portraying because I think that's definitely still you know Mm -hmm. an issue Mm -hmm. within the more classical styles but it was really nice to see yeah yeah because there's a lot of um like black just dancers mm-hmm. um and if you're gonna have voguing and crumping yeah, it would, work, be yes. it would be absurd yeah. to not have like at least half of your crew yes. which was um and I was also excited because it wasn't um so like just like women and like two men which is like how I often see like in yeah. films or like here's the two dudes who like right. lift you up you know and it's like no that's not how that works right. uh and a variety of like uh even just like I gender identity, mm-hmm. uh, sexuality was all over on the spectrum too. People being like, "Yeah, men, women, whatever. Yeah. I'll take what I'll get." And yeah. then other people being like, "I'm a virgin, yeah. but I am very gay." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then you know, uh, uh, daddy, DJ, mm-hmm. daddy, there being like, "I'm gonna get married." Right. You know, like the I just really, I thought that was one of the best parts of this film yeah. for sure. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. a lot of confidence. And, like, I also... What made me think of, like, in terms of everyone being kind of incestuous with each other within the relationships, um, it did feel very much like the lifestyle of a dancer is a specific thing. So there's some. it's sometimes hard to find people who understand that and that there can mm-hmm. be, like, a camaraderie or, like, just an inherent trust that comes with someone else who also has experience doing something that does take a large toll on your life. Like, yeah. you have to relate in a sense to understand that like it involves travel it involves uh like being gone for a period of time it involves modeling or like you know having your body a certain way and that if people aren't uncomfortable are uncomfortable with that then that can be like a conflict that can happen I I would assume I don't know if that's right for me to assume but (laughs) it seems like there was like a level of trust that was just inherent because like they all were dancers and they all did the same career um that they understood each other on a way that like it might have to be explained otherwise uh which yeah. was cool I thought that was like a nice touch definitely yeah and you're spot on with that um Kat that that's definitely something that not everyone outside of the the dance world can handle within a relationship but at the same time you know dating within one's own field could, uh, if they were actually, you know, like seriously dating, it poses its Mm -hmm. own challenges of, uh, you know, are you getting critique from one another? Are you on the same track? Mm. Does one progress faster than the other? It starts to get, um, it can be quite tumultuous, but I'm not sure they were, they were looking for, uh, lifelong relationships there. So I don't think they have to worry about that. (laughs) Yeah, it seemed very much like we're busy and we don't have the time for the other kind of relationships. So, you know, it's convenient. It's here. No one's really judgy or mean about it. Let's just have fun and do what we need to do. Exactly. Like how if you work hard a lot and you don't have time for relaxing or recreational activities, you have to do that where you can have it. And that's just what it is. Yeah, pretty Mm -hmm. much. 
They were young. They were like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Um, yeah. Uh, so why don't we actually hop into... Like, say what the movie is. More things about the movie. <laughs> yeah. So I will explain what the movie is. Let me do a little thing here. Uh, so Climax is what we watched, which was from 2018, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, it follows. Uh, French dancers gather in a remote, empty school building to rehearse a win- on a wintry night. The all-night celebration morphs into a hallucinatory nightmare when they learn their sangria is laced with LSD. Uh, and it is <laughs> directed by Gaspar Noé, uh, who also directed Enter the Void, which is a great film in horror film where the main character dies in, like, the first ten minutes from a drug overdose. Oh. And the whole thing takes place kind of, like, as their ghost like navigating the world and kind of seeing it. And it does these amazing mm-hmm. shots of like going through buildings. So you see like the walls, like, <laughs> like, you know, like the partitions between. And I was like, this is the coolest film ever. Uh, and I didn't know that until I was doing this research. And I was like, this dude, <laughs> he's been doing this stuff. Um, but he, he apparently also did a film that features an incredibly long uh, and disgusting rape scene. So I'm very glad he didn't do that here. Yeah. <laughs> Very lucky, mm-hmm. uh, especially with horror. That just kind of happens quite often. Um, but this is a very <laughs> interesting film. Uh, it does open with uh, interviews of the dancers that we see. We get their names. Uh, and you kinda, there's, like, so many of them. I was very surprised by how many there were because they're asking mm-hmm. these questions. All of a sudden, there's, like, a new face and a new face. And I was like, I can't keep up. The only name I remembered was Psyche, who was the German, because I was like, that is... Like, <laughs> name to remember. Why is your name Psyche? But yeah. some of them had names like, oh man, like some of the like the dudes who did like the breakdancing had like code names too. I want to say one of them was like Cyborg or something. Yeah, yeah. Cyborg is the one who the, who they didn't ask a dance question. They were like, how badly have you beaten someone up? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I bashed a skull, mm-hmm. and he lost a tooth. I was like, why is this what we're learning about this person? Uh, but it has these interviews, and they're on, like, a little TV, and on the left side is, uh, is books, and then on the right side is all these VHS tapes, like we said. So there's, like, Suspiria. There's one about LSD and psychology or something. Uh, and there are definitely hints at things. Um, yeah. We do start with the, <laughs> with the woman who's, like, crawling or she's, like, running through snow or, like, kind of run walking. And she's just, like, covered in blood. And then she's, like, crawling. And it's very long. Like, everything in this film is very long and drawn out. And I was just thinking when I was, like, because it's a aerial shot. And I was, like, there are no footprints anywhere else. So this was, like, had to be one shot. And you just go out there, you do this little sloppy snow angel distress time all by yourself. <laughs> like, no one else is there, you're just doing it, right? Uh, and I was like, okay, this film is going to be pretty hands-off. <laughs> like, let's see where this wild ride will take us. Um, which is why I picked it, because I, I uh, saw the description, and I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> And then I try, I read the Wikipedia and I was so confused. I was like, wait, who is this now? And wait, what's going on? Because it really is like one linear take almost. Uh, and so I was like, all right, Cat Allie, <laughs> I'm going to give you this film. You got to watch it. And then as I watched it, I was like, I need to apologize. 
for making you both watch this. For it was so a long. lot. It was a lot. It was a lot of a lot of things. It was a lot in every aspect that a lot can take place. In that, like in a sensory level, like as a neurodivergent or individual, I was. I couldn't even focus on the words that were mm -hmm. happening because there yeah. was just so much sound and light and like movement. And I was like, I am overwhelmed and nothing has even happened yet. Like yeah. what, what is happening? Why am I upset? There's no reason. Everyone's just happy and dancing and spinning. And I'm just like, I don't even, I had to pause and rewind and reread and I had to like pause and just read subtitles. Cause yeah. like too much was happening for me to be able to do both. Mm -hmm. So this film is a lot. Not bad, just a lot in every aspect that a lot can be. In my opinion. That's my little rant about the film. No, I uh, agree. I definitely had some moments where I just needed to pause because I just needed the scream to stop for a sec. Because yeah. like, they yes. were always, because someone was always, when it got to that, you know, that, you yeah. know, that kind of halfway mark, um, they start tripping. Yeah, I was just like, oh, my ears just need a rest. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like texting Kat and I had like this little, I had like a note on my phone so I could take notes as things were going because I was like, there's a lot happening. I need to write it all down. Yeah. Uh, and like that was when I was like, there's just continual screaming yeah. and it's not always the same person. <laughs> and the film, so this film is like one, it's one camera and the first dance sequence is like eight minutes long and it's just dance and they're doing amazing things. There's so, every time they're like doing like the squat dance and kicking. Oh I'm just God. like my duck knees walk. hurt watching this. Yeah, yeah the duck <laughs> yeah, walk. It like, takes a toll so on your cool. knees. I don't know. <laughs> it was like that. Like it's so cool. But I was like, I'm in pain watching you. Uh, and then it's like ten minutes of like. They're party dancing now, mm -hmm. um, but there's conversations happening, and it's all one take. We're just walking around. It never cuts. And I was like, how do people know when to say their line? And like, be, and the thing was, they didn't because they didn't have lines. Uh, essentially, wow. Uh, he, so uh, it is. Uh, they had a one page outline of like this is what's gonna this is a gist right someone spikes your sangria uh and people had it was more of like emotion and loose topic topic like suggestions but it was like i'm gonna be walking around <laughs> like it was him with the camera uh on the, like moving around in the space and when we get to you like you're gonna talk about something interesting or you're gonna have like you're gonna say something really funny and you're gonna have fun with each other and then these two like you're gonna say something sad <laughs> and so like that when that was it and so we would like walk around people were just like dancing and then we get to them and it was such a natural way of just being like now we're gonna talk about this thing <laughs> <laughs> and it, it set up for later things, yeah. which I was re I was like, whoa, it's so cool. Um, but the whole first half is just like, you're getting to know these dancers, but then it takes a, a sharp turn at 47 minutes <laughs> after the second dance break when people are starting to trip, and then it's just continual screaming. But you don't always know who's screaming or why because you're following one person, and you just have to hope that the camera... Comes around back. to the right person who's going to lead you to the people who are in distress or sc screaming. And so I still don't have answers for things. I'm like, why were they covered in blood? Whose blood was it? Like, <laughs> when? 
And who was screaming that? Like, yeah, there's a lot of that question, question, question <laughs> in my notes. Like, wait. It is wild to me that there was not a script. Because some of the things that they were saying were so wild. Yeah. And like, my, like an area is very upsetting and like yeah. like cringy and like uncomfortable <laughs> yeah and i was and i was that's one area where i was like very thankful there were no like rape times because it mm-hmm. did kind of seem like they were setting up for something like that in some of the conversations and yeah. i was like oh god because you kept texting me like oh no oh god <laughs> why is this happening and i was like what's happening uh and then i watched it. i was like oh thank god okay okay but that's wild to me. It was unscripted. Yeah. They just came up with that, like, in their brains. Which is, like, alarming. Yeah. Like, a little okay? bit, yeah. I enjoyed <laughs> that the okay? one man made a whole argument for occupational hazards when eating butt. <laughs> I just, like, why was that when he decided to talk about? I mean, good for him being sexually open, but, like, what? If that's yeah. not scripted, why was that what he decided to talk about? That's what they thought um, would be funny, I guess. I guess. But, like, it's just... I am shook by the fact that it was not scripted and they just were saying stuff. It's going to take me a minute to process. <laughs> yeah, that one definitely got me too. I was, I, at first I was like, okay, huh, all right, funny, uncomfortable, funny, uncomfortable? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, and like, it was also like, so there's like two um, dudes who were talking and it gets like, it started out a little not great. Like, they never, never once was their conversation super great. Even when mm-hmm. they got to <laughs> occupational hazard, because they still, like, said really, un- yeah. yeah, inappropriate things. But yeah. it kept getting worse, and that's yeah. where I was, like, and that's only, like, 20 minutes in, and I was, like, it's too late to cancel the film. <laughs> it's too late for me to tell everyone to, we can't do it. So I gotta go through with this, but I was, like, oh, no, I really need to apologize. <laughs> like, we really need to start watching these films before we tell other people to do it. Um, yeah, they definitely but- <laughs> said some things where I was like, you can't say that. You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't. You just, that's, that's, that's not right. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. And, like, even, yeah. like, David, who just wanted to have sex with everyone. Everything. Everything and, and everyone. Except for the person who wanted to have sex with him. Uh, and he, who was just a sweet boy. I don't remember his name, but he was the cutest. Yeah. Uh, the young little virgin boy. Yeah. Um, who had, like, the only good ending because he just took it. He just went to sleep yeah. with his pal. Yeah. And I was like, that's the cutest thing. Um, I was very thankful nothing I was, yeah, I was very yeah. worried that something was going to go down, especially when they started, the two guys started talking about him and mm-hmm. like and his virginity and such, I was like, yeah. "You better not, you better not mess with him." Yeah, this better not be how this film goes. Yeah. Otherwise, it is canceled, yeah. and we're gonna last minute pick a new thing, and that's what's happening. Now. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder, like, with it being unscripted, like how the other actors must have felt being around each other, uh, and knowing those are some of the conversations that took mm. place. If they weren't like necessarily encouraged and like what part of this was them acting and the other part is just them you know uh which is interesting because and then you get so essentially the premise is uh you know they have been practicing and now they're going to relax because this is like their last day um at this kind of like retreat to learn uh and dance together and someone spikes the sangria 
and everyone's drinking it. <laughs> when you know that it's spiked, you're like, who did it? Like, I was, like, watching, and I was like, David keeps making people drink. Like, he keeps going yeah. around trying to make people drink, and I don't know if that's because he wants to sleep with everyone or he's, like, trying to get everyone drunk. And then there's, like, one person uh, who they quickly, like, point at when it's revealed that it's been spiked. Um, it, it doesn't drink, and it's because he's Muslim. And then... There's another one who also didn't drink. So there's two characters who didn't drink and they were... Immediately uh, accused, yeah. Yeah, they were accused yeah. and harmed for that. Uh, there are at least three deaths... Um, at least. ...that happened by the end. Like, that's all I can remember is, like, the well, three. Mom, the mom and the son. And mm-hmm. there was the one that I was confused because they were laying, but it looked like they may have... Um, thrown up and I was like did you survive that or did you asphyxiate or yeah yeah that was unclear the one who so someone it gets like it's totally like so there's a second dance where everyone's a little it's like aerial shot and they're all kind of going around there's one point where someone's like dancing while doing a handstand (laughs) and I was like whoa and clearly people are losing because now bodies are getting a little too like flippy floppy yeah (laughs) I was like your back is gonna break um and it's getting like weird and people are like something isn't right uh Mm -hmm. if they weren't already purposely on drugs everyone starts to feel weird um the mom there's like a woman there who's running it all and she has a son named Tito and she immediately is like Oh, something's up. So she locks him away. Um, but everyone just starts just kind of losing it because that's what happens when you <laughs> don't get consent. LSD. Yeah. That you, uh, didn't, <laughs> you didn't know. That's not that's not how to enter a trip in a good way um, with a sense of you've been drugged instead of I took drugs on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems very different. <laughs> I feel Escalates, like you're setting people like yeah. up to be like, and you're like, you don't know what people's li- like, what if you don't know where they are mentally? You don't know where they are like physically in terms of their health. Like, can they not take drugs? Like they could die yeah. from them. Like you could, I have a theory about who I think did it, but I don't know if they felt bad about it, if there was actually any like mention of it, but the one that had eye acid is who I think. Yeah. Oh, that's Psyche. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. she did. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the reason, like, so at the end they reveal that she's in the room to do an eye acid, which one of the characters in the interview, not her, was it her? Yes. It was. It was her. Yes. You mentioned like I had a roommate that was taking LSD for in her eyes. Uh, and I had to leave that scene. But she she's doing that. But she has a book, book next to her <laughs> yes. that says The Psychology of LSD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> moment, did. I was like, you little... Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she like started, like... Long consequences of your actions. <laughs> like, you're just continuing to do eye acid now? Like, that's not... And there, okay. was, there was a moment that when that happened and we saw and I was like, oh, you totally did it. That made me laugh because there were multiple moments throughout that night where like, you know, the one character's like screaming into DJ Daddy and like, ah, something's wrong. What's wrong? And she's just like in the background, like, yeah, she's like, <laughs> like After vibing. she had just pissed on the floor, like she kicked it off and everyone was like, something is not right. And she's just walks up and just pees on the floor. But, like, she was never, like, not okay with any of this. So, like, looking back, I'm like, I guess that makes sense. I just thought you were... she was, like, the most chill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. 
And, and like gaslighting to her friend, to. too. Yes! Sorry. Her girlfriend, yeah. She was like, sorry. <laughs> I don't have emotions for you. <laughs> like, get over it. I don't know. Um, yeah, like that happened. So, like, she just pees on the floor. There's a woman who catches on fire. And I was like... <laughs> it's not funny. Like, oh, oh, my God. It's not. And, like, after a but very... Like, like stressful situation where someone who disclaims that they are pregnant gets like assaulted and yes. it's like horrific and then yeah. we move to to that, on fire and then on to, right straight into on fire and we see her at the end and she's got like the whole her whole head was like i was like was oh horrible. my she just ran off and no one everyone's just laughing yeah. at her it just kept going though yeah. like you don't know if she's okay you you hear screaming you're like did she just die like yeah where did on fire lady go and then like that's why didn't thing. camera follow <laughs> camera please track them down they said no you must yeah, be in suspense that's not where this part is for yeah there's a lot of that like where there's things where people come in that something happens in the nerve and you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is conversation in the beginning of, uh, I think, I think they were a little drunk or, or intoxicated at that point. But there was a conversation about drugs. And uh, I think Daddy says something like, I would be fine if it was like a safe environment. Like, I was with my boyfriend. I thought it was safe. Mm-hmm. And it's, and that was like remembering that conversation and like when we get to the end and everything's spiraling and it's just like chaos it's like one how well do you know <laughs> like even though these are like your the, the company you don't know how everyone's going to react yeah. in this situation and you do not have anyone who is uninhibited to protect them and yeah you throughout the one person who was of sane mind because he thought he did it and it's snowing like he's hella dead yeah. <laughs> like why like and now we're all just messed up alone yep yep there were multiple times where i thought like i had the moment of like oh why is nobody like calling for help but then i was like right this is like based off of something that happened in what like early 90s yeah so like okay so maybe not that but like isn't there a landline is there nothing like yeah yeah there's like there's also it's it's illegal uh, so I think maybe oh, yeah, calling the authorities, uh, they, France, uh, apparently I did some like minor Googling is apparently very strict on drugs. The only ones that they're not super strict on now, uh, based on it's like a fine instead of like jail time, uh, is cannabis and, uh, cocaine. Mm. Uh, but everything else very, like one of the stricter narcotics laws for, uh, Europe overall. Mm. Interesting. So that yeah. could have been part of it. I mean, there's a lot of scenes in which, like, the one where the woman's attacked who was pregnant, where she's just screaming, like, somebody help me. Yeah. And there's, like, that happens a lot. There's a lot of characters who are just, like, help. Mm-hmm. Help me right now. Or there's, like, the really problematic siblings, which maybe not on screen rape, but definitely happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, very problematic siblings. Mm-hmm. Um that made me so uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> it was so gross. Um, and that, like, even she was, like, screaming, and there was, like, a horrific moment where you think she's going to die because she's, like, yeah. twitching and vomiting. And I was, like, oh, no. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if I'd, you know, let someone help her in both of for both of the things that are happening to this young girl mm-hmm. who is just 20 years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one definitely made me feel extremely uncomfortable because I think I was like, completely 
like oblivious to it at first because I just there was so much going on. I was like, yeah, this is he's definitely a protective brother. He's being weird, but like, whatevs, okay. And then I was oh. yeah, it seemed like the less stressful yeah. situation happening until it wasn't until it wasn't, and then it was one of the most. And then that that scene you're talking about, Gabe, would foaming at the mouth. I was like, oh my gosh, you're not gonna die right now, please no. But then. Yeah, that was just very... And he was like, I'll help you, just don't tell Dad. I'm like... Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. What do you mean? <laughs> what that do shouldn't you mean? be a contingency. Uh-uh. There shouldn't be a, a, a clause, yeah. a but, <laughs> to this statement. Yeah. It's either I help you or j- yeah. just you help, Super please. Um, yeah. yeah. You got all these ladies in here. You can pick somebody else. Um, <laughs> apparently, the... Uh, it's ba- loosely based off of an event that happened uh, in 1996 where a bunch of revelers in France unwittingly took LSD and temporarily went crazy, which is like uh, the blanket term for whatever happened to them. Uh, but I couldn't find anything more than that. Cat mm. <laughs> uh, did find an interesting art- article about the 1950s. Okay, so y'all know I hate it here. Um, but apparently <laughs> yeah. the CIA laced baguettes in a French town with LSD. So that's a fun fact in like the 1950s, like a whole village laced food what? with LSD. And it's like a thing that happened as like, I guess an experiment. Cause we're the horrible kind of worst country. Uh, I know we're not like, the, it's, it's just a whole time. <laughs> I read it and I was like, Oh, I really don't why. Then I go, I literally typed into Google LSD France. That's all I put, and that's what put came up. And I was like, two seconds, not hate here for two yeah, seconds, please. Luck. Can I? And it's like, nope. Yeah, and that's <laughs> so like, that's a thing. So, I didn't read more, uh, but that's apparently a thing that happened. Well, that's like one of the like revealed conspiracies of the government and CIA is Project MK Ultra, where they were it's essentially this code name that was given to a program uh of different experiments that they were doing on human subjects, uh, where they were testing different drugs to see if it could be like mind control mm-hmm. or use it as uh war like torture. Mm-hmm. Um there's like there was like a whole documentary on Netflix at some point that I watched that Source. had like uh uh, like this dude who was just like in this hotel and they gave him LSD. He didn't know what it was because no one knew what it was. It wasn't a thing uh, in the 50s and 60s. Like that wasn't <laughs> something you did. Uh, so he just took this thing and was like slowly going crazy. And I, it led to a lot of like suicides mm. or just people's like minds being altered. And it's just like, we just wanted to see how we can mind control people. Uh, and it's like one of those like big conspiracy theories for a long time because people just didn't believe that the government would do that but it's like we live in 2021 we know what the government yeah. can do yeah. and <laughs> often does to people and it uh it i you know i think we would probably do a whole episode on something like mk ultra because it is really like horrific um and i think that's what's like interesting about this film um because uh in a way has said he he didn't intend to make a horror film 
explicitly but that's what it is it's it's truly horrifying there were points where i was very uncomfortable it starts to like the filming gets really disorienting Mm -hmm. after that turn halfway through where now it's like even the camera's like twisting around the colors Colors, change after like the power goes out it's just all red everyone's baked in red there's like really unsettling like body movements like we were saying with the like arm like he's double jointed he keeps like doing weird stuff (laughs) I was like stop please it's so cool but you're freaking me out and then at the end when they're all just like on the ground some people are having sex some people are just gyrating on the ground touching themselves and then other people are like doing the the dancing and you do hear the bones cracking and like just like Ugh. and I was like why yeah <laughs> I take I want the screaming back just wandering down hallways and not knowing what we're gonna find because we walk in here and this lady's covered in blood in the shower and she's like the blood won't come off and I'm like who's blood and then we just walk but she just closes the door and I was like you how dare you <laughs> My only thought on that answers. was, like, if she was consoling the the character that was pregnant that got... Yeah, because she had the blood on it. Yeah, that was my only theory on that. But other than that, I don't know where it came from. Yeah, like, how so much? And, like, I guess if you're on LSE, you don't know what time is. So if she, like, was helping when she was, like, kind of okay, and mm-hmm. then as she's spiraling, you look down, you're covered in blood, I'm sure you'd be like... yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, like, why? There was one point she was even, the Selva, I think, was sticking her yeah. hands in her stockings and then, like, forgot they were stockings yeah. and started to panic because of that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's reasonable that that's probably what happened in terms of the blood. Okay. Um, yeah. Because she also was in there and it was, like, at the beginning was, like, comforting because it was, like, yeah. her body was just moving. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like, stay still. And then it was, like, now I can't move. And it was, like, I forgot I did this on purpose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of it. It's a very upsetting scenario that happens to a young boy. Uh, that was That's where I was freaking out when Kat was starting. I was, like, oh, no. That did not just happen. Uh, yeah. And was very upset. Um, so, tr- like... If you're not paying attention, you might miss it. Uh, but there's like a few converse, like blunt conversations where like this happened to this child, and if you're looking, <laughs> you can see the progression of how that happened in the background, uh, which is interesting. If it was all improvised too, it was like she was probably given like here's the the thread of what's going to happen to you. Like you have a key, you lock the kid in at some point later, you lost the key. Where did the key go? She's looking for the key on the ground. Next thing we know, the power is out. We know what happened. Then she dies. So (laughs) it's like a lot of like, yeah, I think everyone was probably given like one line of like, your character is going to go your motivation. Yeah. You tell us how we get there, which is just, wild and honestly genius i think insane like i never would have like i saw a24 and i was like okay and i saw vice and yeah. i was like okay <laughs> and i was like this is a musical but it's like all dance it was dance yeah. like not so much like music like no one's singing Mm-mm. um in the songs there is like so much repetition that really pumps up the anxiety in the songs, and there are times where there's like high pitch, less like and you're like, yeah, are we all panicking? Because I'm panicking. Everyone should be panicking. Yeah, that felt pretty spot on, though. I don't know. I just feel like I've definitely been like it. Just it gave me flashbacks to 
after a festival in Germany, they, the festival was hosting like an after party and it didn't go very late. Like it wasn't anything crazy, but I, we were only there for like an hour or two, but the music felt like that to me. It was just like constant, the same thing, but, um, but yeah, that definitely is like almost trance like, but at the same time, because it was so shrill in moments, you're like, ah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's like coupled with like the screaming or the, the weird yeah. camera angles or just the body movement. So it's just like, like Kat was saying in the beginning, it's like so compiled into all of these things, like is super sensory overload. Yeah. Uh, so anyone who might have trouble with just too much information and needing to like compartmentalize all of that, it's, it's you're going to have a bad time yeah. because it's very much yeah. that. Uh, and then it's like also very upsetting situations happening and like, how do you digest all that <laughs> while also being like assaulted by like every sound and visual thing yeah. that can happen? Yeah, um, it definitely is like a an like a don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's like I've never done LSD. I never want to. Same. Never, That's exactly what I said. I was like, we don't need to though. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it would be a bad time. I read a book in like middle school about someone who did LSD and like ripped their skin off. Um, and that was definitely like a little much like I don't want to do LSD then. Um, but this seems like an actual like pretty clear like that was like that's a book for teenagers that's like geared towards discouraging children from doing drugs. This was like. <laughs> Uh, it just seems like it was just horrifying. Like the act of doing LSD is horrifying. I don't know if that's actually true. I mean, I guess if you go into maybe it if knowing, you're in a good place, and yeah, you have like you a, do it on purpose to protect you, maybe. Yeah, like on purpose LSD that's done consensually, maybe. Yeah. Fun time, uh, just vibe. Uh, but I feel like the <laughs> act of non-consensual <laughs> LSD plus just like visceral screaming, like the people didn't have the skill like the toolkit of which of things you shouldn't do while you're on lsd like i know mm-hmm. at least for like mushrooms you're not supposed to look in the mirror and people mm. are looking in the mirror because it messes with your because your eyes yeah. are like seeing extra stuff so if you see your face it'll look off oh, and people yeah. i've just heard that I've, I've never actually done mushrooms but i've heard that for my mom <laughs> um uh i haven't actually but like you know like just so <laughs> not to make my parent mad um but you're not supposed to look in the mirror and i feel like that's something like you don't have like the toolkits of like what would create a safe space if you're not going into it knowing that's going to happen and like the deception or betrayal of trust that you go into with is immediately going to set you up to be paranoid mm-hmm. angry yeah, you lash Scared. out at each other. People do that without mm-hmm. the influence of drugs. <laughs> if you're paranoid and you, like, think someone did something wrong, like, how quickly do we, like, jump yeah. onto the witch hunt of things? Yeah. Like, imagine drugs now, too. <laughs> like, yeah. of course people are dead. And, and alcohol, plus coke, and plus, like, other things. Yeah. Like, they weren't even going into this just LSD. Like, they were being exposed to a lot of different stimuli, music, physical other mind-altering substances plus LSD. So, like, you're not even doing it in a safe way. I don't know what a safe way is, but (laughs) especially because a lot is happening that is not facilitating that kind of environment, so. 100%. 
Um, yeah, and go ask Alice that like anon is an anonymous diary of that's what it was drugs. yeah that's she had, like, what I she read. does acid and and she that's what it thinks was. she sees uh bugs on her mm-hmm. and she like you know clawed at herself i remember that scene it was like stuck in my brain forever too i was like drugs are bad uh mm-hmm. now i know i'll never do i them. mixed them up cool. i thought it was lsd <laughs> not acid that's so funny <laughs> it's like whatever it's I a thing I'd, don't do it sure they're in the same family if not incredibly similar uh i know somebody did not lsd but acid who was like in like they were several stories up like in this like motel hotel room or something and they were in like a moderately safe environment it just wasn't like their best friends it was just people they knew and they were just sitting there like uh <laughs> they're sitting there like, what if I jump off the balcony? What if what if I do that? And they're like, do you want to do that? Is that something you're going to do? She's like, no, I can't do that. And it's like, okay, then why are you? But what if I do? <laughs> I was like, but you're not. Like, just sit still. And they were just like, but what But what if I do do that? <laughs> just don't. And they're like, okay. <laughs> you know, just That's like why you need someone up. there of like so sober mind to make sure you don't like hurt yourself like that's a very key factor that was also missing because they removed those people um (laughs) immediately attacked them (laughs) everyone was messed up no one was saved yeah Um, yeah I will say my favorite part, though, is there's, like, a scene where people are, like, wigging, and uh, what was the... Selva was, like, the main-ish character, yeah. who's, like, the kind of blonde, uh, and she's, like, when she, they discover the LSD is there, and so she's, like, freaking out. She's, like, something is wrong. She's, like, grabbing other people, and she gets to the DJ, and she's, like, grabbing him, like, you have to help us, and he's just, like, no. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> this is, he's, like, I don't need to help you. Like, he's so, like, in his own world, he was just, like... Okay, hon. Yeah. <laughs> like, back, like, I'm not your savior. <laughs> like, this is not my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, you need to remember <laughs> that I'm not here to serve you. And just, like, go to your say. I just love that. He was like, Mm-mm. just go. And he seemed like, to I have a enjoy decent my trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he was he dancing was around fine. in his own world, had some nice Yeah, hair yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> With yeah. his, like, little, like, plaid skirt. Yeah. Digging through his, like, files. He was vibing. Yeah. He, was vibing. he really had the right idea, too. He was like, I'm going to respect, everyone respect my trip. I'm going to respect your trip. Like, everyone, don't look at things you don't need to be looking at. It's not going to be a good time for you. We're just, we're going to make sure everyone's okay. Like, I'm just going to go do my thing and make sure I end up okay. Yeah. It is not my business what all the other people are doing. Yeah. Unless that directly impacts me because he cared about the one kid. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But like, like other than that, he was like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, this is, we're going to respect everyone's high and we're going to go do the things we need to do. Jumping on everybody and yelling. That's not going to be the thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to do that. So don't harsh my vibe. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back to laying down some sick, incredibly stressful beats. Right. Uh, <laughs> all by myself uh yeah any last thoughts about the film or about dance Mm. one thing i found interesting that i didn't talk about earlier is that in the interviews they were talking about like the dancers view of america and dance versus like the director's uh view of america and dance and like all the dancers were like (gasps) 
New York, that'd be great. Yes, let's go. America's wonderful. This, that, yes. And then the the person that was directing was like, yeah, um, it'd be good to share what we have with them because they just, you know, they don't have as wide of knowledge in the arts. So we got to, you know, share what we know. And that was interesting to me because I... I I think I side more with the director a little bit because it, it just uh, it reminded me that I had a friend um, that was from France and to- they told me um, that they have a program for artists that they basically supplement your income while you're auditioning to until you get to the next job so okay. that you don't That's have so to nice. take like the five extra side gigs to pay your rent yeah. and you can focus on your art on and everything. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, <sighs> you son of a, <laughs> like America, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, you know, America doesn't wow. support any of its people no. like, in terms it's of capitalism. Anything, it's yeah. like, Oh, you have a dream. Okay. But that's, that's secondary to the factory life. Yeah. Of work till die. Yeah. Uh, and we know and arts you, is always like the one of the first things to get cut, yeah. and it's just. Uh, but that was, yeah. that was very interesting to me, and and I just wanted to point that out. That that made me yeah. chuckle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because it's those rose-colored glasses. Because like, what does like? I think it's also that like to them, France symbolized like being studious and doing like being rigorous in your training and you just work 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 and then like new york was like free yeah like there was like this wild like no there's no rules in new york like you know uh so i think that especially for like the young for the sister um, who's 20 was just like new new york like i want to go because i can be i can finally be free yeah um which yeah uh yeah also they did a great job just lighting for darker complexions so I always like to give props for that because I think that's awesome. Um, and like I said, different bodies and different, uh, just pa- oh, everyone is so powerful. <laughs> it's like I could not squat for like longer than a, like a moment. <laughs> and they were like dancing and bopping her. Like they were like, <laughs> and I was like, ow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like stop fluffing 20,000 death drops and. Yeah. Like their knees, Cat was like their poor knees, like and they're hitting the grounds. Man, that I can't imagine recovery. It's just like a that. level of joint movement that I have never <laughs> experienced. Um, I move, everything cracks, everything hurts. Like my joints just don't do. So it's very, yeah. and it's like, I have like hyperextended everything, but it still doesn't let me. Yeah. Like I don't get to do anything fun uh, with it. So I just thought it was really cool, but it was very stressful because I was like, if it was me, that would be so ouch. Yeah. Um, things That's dislocate when they hyperextend for me, yeah. so, but like not go back where it's like fun dislocating <laughs> time. It's like, yeah, no, it dislocates it. and then it's like that now. And now we just have to go physical therapy for six months, oh. I guess. Like, oh. so it was, I was amazed. I was like the powerfulness of these bodies. Yeah. I can't even comprehend yeah. what mine Maybe would do in such a situation. Maybe we just need to take a class. Uh, and no one like, wants to see me do that. <laughs> I do. I want to see you do no. it. Maybe we'll do like a, like a, a safe environment class with Allie. It'll just be us two. Teach us how to move our limbs just a little bit. <laughs> For 
people who want to uh, hear more about what you're working on or just see uh, your amazing modeling or, or hear about shows that you might be a part of, where can they find you? Um, Instagram would probably be best if you uh, follow me at amgee92. I made my Instagram before cool Instagram names were a thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you just follow me on Instagram, all my modeling work is up there and any upcoming shows I always post about. So yeah, that's me. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And you definitely should. Um, and when, I'm sure when the world is a little more safe and normal, there'll be more shows and things. Yeah, we're going to. So the, the company I'm with right now, Moda Movement uh, Collective, we're going to be starting up rehearsals again next month. So we've been on, I guess, hiatus in a sense, taking care of ourselves yeah. um, in our own ways uh, this past year. But we're going to be starting up again in the next month so hopefully we'll have some shows coming up soon yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah. i love that self-care especially now <laughs> in the middle yes of the we tried to do virtual but it, there was a moment where we all just like we're teaching virtual we're working virtual mm-hmm. we're trying to still take class for ourselves virtual this is it's too much so we were just yeah. like yeah let's just take care of ourselves yeah, so. we could wait it out. Yeah, so yeah. When, whenever you are ready to perform again out there, we'd love to watch you. And we invite our listeners and viewers to do the same. Definitely follow you. Uh, amazing, uh, like, modeling. Like, I'm always just like, whoa, how does your leg do that? <laughs> like how'd you get it up there uh but just beautiful work um so definitely check that out and you can see uh occasionally little dances that you do too i get excited about that as well um but thank you again so much for for joining us on our horror show uh and (laughs) being subjected to this horrifying film uh you survived we both survived we all survived yes yes thank you for having me it was it was really fun i did enjoy the journey Yes. Awesome. Well, Kat. Don't get married. Delete your kids. They won't.